Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, everyone. This week's podcast is sponsored by the phrase or two words, watch time. That's watch time, which is the aggregate amount uh, that you watch a video. Usually the term is used on YouTube. So if you're watching the podcast this week, make sure you just leave it on, even if you've got to go somewhere else because it, it creates more watch time, which makes us do better and keeps people happy, especially me and my good friend Flav here. So one last time, the podcast this week is sponsored by the phrase watch time. Welcome back to One for the Weekend. Hello, Flav. You good? Smiling as ever. It's good to see you looking good, feeling good, giving, giving off that Friday feeling. As we look to move on from last week. What the fucking weekend? Come on! See? It's Come a, on! That's what this podcast got. That, what for the weekend? Yeah. Timing. And inter- Come on! Intense intensity. Come on! Wow. Let's go. Ooh, Let's careful. go. Be careful. Be careful. Liverpool are going to smash Arsenal into the whoa, ground. Whoa, whoa. Hold your, hold your horses. Hell yeah, we that will get into problem. that. I do come... With the information too soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, loads to talk about if Pace you are... yourself. Yeah. Work them out. Okay. Work them. Feel it. Yeah. Feel know it. it. Know it. it. And be it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, loads to enjoy in this week's One for the Weekend podcast. The best podcast you've never heard of. Um, we'll be going through the fixture list very soon. We've been talking about Arsenal versus Liverpool. A fantastic question has come from someone in the comments. You guys have been in the comments and working hard as ever. Thank you very much. Last week, loads of comments... Loads of less of that. Loads of policing. Makes it so much easier to write the pod as well. So much easier. Um, and we've got some... Uh, we'll go back to Twinkles, guys. So don't worry about that. And Footballers, Wangs and Birds and Flames. Good. We've got a new, a new person on the ones and twos. <laughs> and he's giving us a nervous look, but he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. We'll be talking to... We'll be introducing him soon. Oh, right. Not yet. Right. Uh, let's we, get we straight his name? Not yet. Not yet. Oh. Guess his name now before we get to it. And you'll find out if you're right or not. And uh, football trivia and all the other good bits as well. Let's get into the football, first of all. Mm. Uh, fixture, list, fixture list, sorry. Um, interesting this week. A lot of derby games. Lots of derby <laughs> games. Is there? Surprised. I was surprised when I had a quick look at the, how many derby games it's there weird were. It's funny. <laughs> there are. Yeah, on a bit of a run at the moment, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, shall I? Shall I just get I, run I'm, through I'm quick curious now what diamond. Um, so, Kels, you've got the AFC Bournemouth versus uh, Manchester United at 12.30, kicking off the uh, Premier League game week this week. Which uh, Oh, it's a double derby, actually, this week. Cool. So it's, of course, it's the, the red and black derby. Yep. Also, the Mickey Thomas derby. Okay. Our older listeners and watchers will know None of who them that know. is. Actually, there's two Mickey Thomases. Anyway, uh, Everton versus Brighton Hope Albion this week. You can guess this one if you want. Um, don't know. Don't want to. The uh, Dean derby. Because you've got Dixie Dean, of course, with Everton, and the With Dean Stadium. Both not with us anymore. Um, <coughs> but that's why, they, of course, they battle it out for the Dean Derby. Newcastle United versus Watford uh, is the um, the don't go versus probably will go managerial derby. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Two very different yeah, philosophies yeah. Yeah, yeah. battling don't, together don't this go. weekend. Probably the don't go versus <coughs> probably will go. And Giro Derby. Uh, Manchester United versus Burnley this is an obvious one. Should be guessing this one. West Ham versus Burnley. The Claret Blue Derby. The Claret, the Claret Derby. Um, Arsenal versus Liverpool, which is uh, the dodged a rivalry. The dodged a rivalry somehow Derby. Arsenal and Liverpool don't. They just don't. And they have had some massive games together. It's actually, huge games. You remember Arshavin scored four goals in Arshavin? one game. Arshavin. 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 No, it's Arsenal, <laughs> right? Okay, but the, yeah, they've dodged a rivalry somehow. That is mad. Yeah. If you think how much 
they hate you, they hate Man United, both of them, and somehow they've never really... And they've had some like ma- massive games, like I said, like the, the, the league title winning in 89. Yeah. Mickey Thomas scored. The <laughs> other Mickey Thomas. Yeah, um, and, you know, they've been competing on a similar level for a while, so they should hate each other. I think it's because they see themselves, like, like Spurs and Everton see themselves in each other, maybe Arsenal and Liverpool see each other in each other, in that... Certainly, in Arsenal's sense, they used to be a big club. They, oh, wow! Fuck me! Really? Hello, mate. Yeah, that was him. Incredible. You had a dream. What was that? It's for it. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. Can I, can I, can I call you back in five minutes? I'm literally reco- recording something. Five now. minutes. Fifty-five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, cheers. Bye. Sorry about that, go on. Yeah. Um, Shall I put it on the airplane mode? Unbelievable. I like that. You like that? Likes yeah, it. I like that. A bit of lip from the new guy. Yeah. We'll be introducing very, very soon. Um, so, yeah, Arsenal versus Liverpool. We'll also be talking about that in more detail very, very soon in the podcast. Stick around. Watch time. Remember the sponsor. Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Tottenham Hotspur, the odds second name derby. In the Premier League this weekend. Yep. And on Sunday, you've got Man City Southampton, which is the Allen Ball derby. Yep. And uh, the Chelsea Crystal Palace game on Sunday as well, which of course is the C derby. C derby. Ran out of ideas. Ran out of ideas. That was bad. That's poor. That's mm. yeah, a shame. Yeah. Um, this is not just a, a video podcast, it's an audio podcast, which you can find on iTunes, which you can also rate and review. And if you do rate and review, it's very likely that I might read it out on this very podcast. So head over there right now and do that. Paul Bell. Imagine, imagine, imagine you have so little going on in your life that you scamper over there to do a review so you might get read out on next week's podcast. <sighs> imagine. Trying to get us somewhere. Right. You are in a mood today, aren't you? You're, just, you're feeling the juice. people need more ambition. Right. I'm trying to create something here, mate. Sorry. Fucking hell. Jesus. I'm thinking of walking off. Yeah. Paul Bell said, top class crack, boys. Never, ever change. I even now have a little soft spot for QPR, thanks to James' unswerving devotion to his team. Thanks, Paul. Soz, Flav, but I can't root for Spurs. I just can't do it. Keep up the top-notch work. That is a reason to listen or watch the podcast. Just wanted to get that out there. Quickly, what? Nothing, go on, carry What now? Are we arguing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chief of Police, just quickly on that. Um, So a couple of weeks ago, we got Rogue Gunner in. Get him out. It's time to go! Well, a couple of people. He was a lot more... What's the word? If people don't know, the first time you listen to this, he was in the comments and he was policing comments that were bad, saying bad things about the podcast and us and to other people in the community. Yeah, uh, overall been very, uh, very impressed. Lots of less of that. A few more of that as well yeah. in, the, in the podcast. Rogue Gunner, as chief of police, he, um, yeah, he stepped it up. He was getting involved uh, a lot more, but there were, there were a couple of things. One, uh, one person said, um, come on, lads, you've, you've, um, you've done Rogue Gunner there. We're being harsh on him. Yeah. Whereas uh, there was another comment that said, Rogue Gunner out. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's an ongoing thing. Um, Rogue Gunner sort of stepped up and I actually apologised. I don't think I've got the comment right here um, for his, his lack of you know, policing. Well, but he's, he's looking somewhat, if, you're, if you're like the chief of police in some sort of city and, and, and just for a week you just think, couldn't really be bothered this week, the, the city falls apart. Yeah. He's out. He's out? He's out. And well, who's the one that didn't want to do it? Fluffy, f- no, is his name? Uh, Fuzzy Duck or something like that, I think it was. Well, what do you think he's an option? Uh, well, he doesn't want to do it, so I quite like the fact that okay. he should do, do it. Know, there's a guy called Kieran Prince, I think it is, or Kieran Vince, maybe. Yeah. He is all over it. Is he? And I've been really impressed with him. So keep policing out there, and we might have to uh, appoint a new person. But I- I'm happy to stick with Ray Gunner for now, anyway. Um, right, Arsenal versus Liverpool. Let's dive into this properly. Okay, yeah. I'm going to run through some of the stats. Um, so Arsenal are winless in their last six Premier League Meetings uh, with Liverpool, drawn three, lost three. The longest such run against them since a run of 12 between 1994 and 2000. Wow. Uh, Liverpool have won just two of their last 18 away league games against Arsenal. Of course, it's at the Emirates this weekend, drawn eight, um, lost eight. Though these victories have come in their last six such visits. Uh, Liverpool have scored at least three goals in each of the last five league games against Arsenal. So this this should be a belter, shouldn't it? This should be a cracking game. I can see. I can see. It's. I mean, look. It's the test that Arsenal need. Um, they, they need it because they need to know where they are. They've done incredibly well to get. What was it? Thirteen. 
come on, mate. 13, 12 wins in one draw or whatever it's been. Uh, and that's great. But in order to actually challenge for the league title, as I've seen Tottenham fail to do many times, is actually beat top six sides. And it's, it's tough. Most, most teams don't lose at home in the top six. Typically, you know, you, most of them will get through the season with maybe one or two losses at home. Um, so this is going to be a big test for Arsenal. If they can get a draw out of it, it'd be a great result. But my big thing, what I'm visualising, is that first 20 minutes. It's a great result for who? It's a good result for Arsenal if they draw. I think so. Because I'm, I'm envisaging that first 20, 30 minutes where Liverpool come out the traps. Arsenal's defence hasn't been incredible. Um, and obviously they haven't been in a wi- winning position. You know, in the first half of a game. Amazing stat there. So, yeah, if you haven't heard that one, um, in the first 45 minutes of games, every league game this season, Arsenal haven't been in the lead yet. They've obviously won seven of the games this season. Yeah, so they're strong in the second half. I just, I'm just the, the, the key of this game, isn't it? It's about the it's about the bat line and whether or not Arsenal can hold up against what should be a, an excellent Arsenal, Liverpool attack. You've got Salah coming back into form. Obviously, Mane, Firmino, everyone knows how good Liverpool are. Um, they haven't been firing, but they seem to be back in form again. Winning games but not playing well. Now they're I coming just back. Think, do you know what though? I think Liverpool have. I'm really, really excited for this game. I think it's going to be, it's going to be cracking because I think you've got two teams who, who always have a go at each other. But I think for Arsenal in particular, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what they can do here. And I, re- I do, I honestly, really hope that they do something. I actually would like Arsenal to win this game because I like Emery. I like the idea that hard work and diligence. Will is the recipe for a good manager as much as the Harry Redknapp <laughs> kind of put an arm around them and yeah. that kind of side of it. And I think that this is this is the moment. This is the this is the big game where you've got your team set up. They've been playing well in that sense, and no one's. I don't think anyone's deep down. No one's given them a chance in this game because they look at the back four and they look. Uh, we said it how many times the the runner games that they've had. They haven't been tested against a really, really strong attacking team in Liverpool. No, they haven't. They will be in this. Also, Liverpool are a complete kind of antidote to that um, that high line. You know, they, they they would they are the best side, I think, at exploiting that high line because of the way they break. Mm. And it's going to be fascinating. Like I saw Arsenal play Leicester and um, uh, who's, who's uh, Vardy and Anicia. Ianacho. Ianacho, sorry. Uh, he, uh, they, they, <laughs> they broke the bat line about three or four times in that first half. If they can do it, if Leicester can do it, what can Liverpool do? It's going to be fascinating to watch. But, but I, don't think, I don't think you can use that, those games as examples for this game. This game is going to be totally different for Arsenal because I don't, I don't think... This is the game where I want to see them... I want to see them ruin the game a little bit. I want to see them but be resolute, be really organised frustrate Liverpool for a bit and although it's a home game I think the Arsenal fans will be up for that yeah like, uh, I'm not comparing Arsenal to QPR but QPR are on a good run of results because we're defending really well and weirdly when you you understand that you're playing a team like Aston Villa or Derby that we've been playing recently at home and we're not going to win this game if we're free-flowing yep. you go okay right get behind the lads let them be behind their defensive work, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. cheer that on. I think in previous years, with how difficult it, it got, how sort of poisonous it got at some points with, with Wenger, he didn't want to do that, and he wasn't able to do that, and you weren't able to... Arsenal fans weren't seeing the merits in that. I'm, I'm looking forward to a, a quite a tactical game that sees, sees how good they can be defensively. Because I think it's here, look, 27 goals. Last five Premier League meetings between Arsenal and Liverpool have produced... Total of 27 goals. That's 5.4 a game. Yeah. I don't think there'll be a huge amount of goals in this well, game. Well, that's it. I mean, Liverpool's ta- defence is incredible. And they uh, will have to cope with one of the best attacking sides in the Premier League in Arsenal. I think what you see with most top flight managers or managers of top, top level clubs like Arsenal are, you very rarely see someone who switches their game plan so drastically. You know, po- I, I wish sometimes Pochettino would become a little bit more withdrawn and pragmatic against some of the better attacking sides so that you can soak it up and see if you can hit him on the break. Mm. And I, that would be a great tactic to use, in my opinion, in my limited knowledge of um, managing a football club. Not even limited, non-existent knowledge. Well, we're fan League Cup finalist. This guy. That's why. Great times. Go back and check it out. Um, yeah, so he, he, look, he, it would be. It would be interesting. And actually, if he did that and won, you'd think... 
Arsenal ha could have a very, very special manager. Yeah. But the same token, if he just goes out there and blitzes Liverpool and wins as well, then you think, fucking hell, still they've got... A I don't think anyone's blitzing Liverpool. I don't Arsenal think so either. Them. But um, just to go back to something you said, Emery, mm. you like him. You know what? I do. So do I. And uh, like, wow. it, as a Spurs fan, very like, humble of you, that. Bab. Well, it's not that. It's just that he's, the way he conducts himself, the way he gives his interviews. You can't dislike the man. Like I dislike him because he's Arsenal's manager, obviously, but that's like ingrained in me. Do you know who he reminds but, me of mm. Dracula? Yeah, so yeah. like Dracula. Yeah, but Crazy, less murderous. <laughs> yeah. he, he uh, I hope he might have a secret life. You never know. But the um, you know, he's, he, he he conducts himself with class. He, he's maybe he's Dracula. He's very withdrawn. Maybe uh, that got picked up in the press. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's good. Respected, uh, respected uh, presenters, James and Slab, <laughs> have claimed. Uh, I they mean, might use it for the article. Anyway. I'm not a presenter, and I'm definitely not respected. Right. Uh, key men in this game. Um, here's a stat for you. Another stat for you. Getting loads, aren't you? And we're going to sprinkles. Liverpool's Roberto Firmino's both scored and assisted in each of his last three Premier League games against Arsenal. No player's ever done this in four consecutive games against an opponent before. I don't like those stats. Why don't you like Because it's stats? just coincidental. What are you about? You're not adding anything. I'm definitely adding stuff. No, you're not. You're giving me a stat that's just a coincidence. You happen to do it three times. It's no, an informative uh, link no. that I've worked up here to allow what, us to say talk about how else? fantastic Roberto Firmino is. Are you going to say something else about this? Yeah. So I can what, do, what, I can do. What relevance? Setting you up, mate. What relevance? What is going on today? Listen to me. It's because Rosenbaum's not here. What relevance? Wow. What relevance Wheels are falling it, off. is the fact that four, you've got scoring against the, 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 the same team three times and about, scoring in the system. What I'm saying is on, he's effective against Arsenal. He's not. There's a lot of Arsenal players that have played in previous games, maybe the last three, against Liverpool. It's different system. Mustafi's been playing. Bellerin's been playing. Different system. Doesn't matter. Different circumstances. Just a coincidence. Let's move on. Do you think Roberto Firmino will play? Yeah. So do I. He's good. Yeah, I think he's offers a lot. Yeah. What do you think? Did you think he offers anything? Yeah, he's excellent. False nine. Yeah, Brilliant, beautiful. Good. Great, great player. Wow. I think he's the, uh, of all of the Liverpool players, he's probably the most one of the most technically gifted. Right. Lovely reading of the play. Yeah. Lays it off into space. You said nothing there. So if we, you know, if we're no, going down that route, actually. we're going down that route, I have mate. Said <laughs> <laughs> James, I've said something. <laughs> what you said means nothing. Just scoring against the same team. Never say that to me again. I don't want. I won't say it. that. I would promise never to say that to you again. <laughs> All right. right, can we talk about, I just want to talk about the tactics of the game. Can we talk about that? Yeah, Is that course, okay? of course, because it's That's important, a... it means something. If you cut the tension with a knife. Um, I just think Firmino is crucial in this game. Yeah. Because I, I think it's not going to be like Arsenal-Liverpool games of the past, which does make these stats redundant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think it's, uh, I think Arsenal... I think you see something that's actually going to be weirdly refreshing to Arsenal fans that they're going to be kind of a bit like uh, Arsenal played Man City a few years ago and I think got a win away from home or, or a good draw or something like that. And people are like, oh, wow, like, this is kind of the blueprint. When you play against these top six sides, you know, I know they're playing at home and so yeah. they might want a little bit more, but I think they're going to be, they're going to look to be steady because this Liverpool side is so good. But the players that are going to have to be on form or to, to unlock them maybe... Firmino's movement, I was looking at um, a couple of videos ab at the, about the Cardiff game and although he is, when you show that, when you put the lineups out, he's that centre forward right up there at the top, yeah, he is not, not playing in that position no, at all. it's a different system. And Liverpool were playing, they tried something very different against Cardiff in the last game where they played two sort of um, holding midfielders, I think it was Wijnaldum and um, Fabinho. Yeah. And then they... Actually, the sort of attacking midfielder was Firmino. Lalana was over to the right, and Salah was getting was playing more and more centrally. I don't. It'd be interesting to see if they go with that again. I, yeah, I'm, they may do, but it's what you said about Firmino not being. He isn't a number nine. They don't really play with one, and it suits their system so well. But when you've got Mane and, and Salah running in behind, you don't yeah. need you don't need a focal. Do point. you think that is? Do you think the credit for that should be given to Firmino, or should it be given to Klopp? And for me, it's just sure. that, almost that trigger point that go. If you see him drop deep, then that's your chance to move so on. So I was never convinced by Firmino at all. I thought that he would it's be one deep, of the most it? easily replaceable players in Klopp's sort of revolution uh, at Liverpool. I thought there'd be that he wasn't the guy that they need. And in, in my head, and again, the kind of almost like stunted view of football sometimes is you think, well, every good team needs a number nine. Every, everyone needs a, a, 
Kane to play off the shoulder. Mm. Um, but Liverpool's system don't need that. It doesn't require that because of the players that they've got running behind. And I think both him and Klopp should be given massive credit because he's, they're doing things in a different way. And it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's a way that you know, Barcelona did for a long time. Mm. You know, they got rid of kind of Eto. I think it's the last time they had a, a, a number nine that played off the shoulder. If I might be wrong here, but it's and, and, and then they played. Then they used the technical abilities of the of the front line. Suarez as well, but even he was diff, dropped deep. And and actually, the, the blueprint that Suarez created at Liverpool was followed by Firmino. I, I think somewhat. I mean, different strikers, but certainly the the work that they they do dropping back. And I think that's maybe what you've seen a little bit with Harry Kane dropping back and Pochettino realizing that there's more to a, a forward in the build-up play and defending from the front than simply just scoring goals. Which I, ge- I guess if you do that, though, that puts more pressure on those players that are, are starting out wide. Yeah. And so for Arsenal, I think there's moments when... There's moments this season, I remember Newcastle away, the first half of that game, you saw... I, th- I might be wrong with this. I think, I'm, I think I'm right with it. You had Lacazette and Aubameyang playing to, together, but they were too far apart from each other because they weren't able to move up the pitch. I think that might be the difficulty for Arsenal. They need to be good to go in terms of the counter-attack and will be. where I think they will sh- but it, as good as they can be Liverpool often work back so well they work hard working backwards as well in the defensive side of it yeah. I think that's where I'm, I'm going to be really intrigued to see what Arsenal can do and I think if like you say I think you're right if they can get a draw from the game then I'd be, I'd be impressed. Obviously, they, they wouldn't want to. They wouldn't. They want to win, but they're a work in process. They're a part. They're developing. You but as you go along, and I think it's the same for Liverpool as well. There are these. There are these sort of Marcus. these levels that you go through during the season, yeah. and you, if you pass them at the end of the season, you look back and you go, oh, these are the key, these are the key moments. For sure, for sure. But and I think both of them are going. I think Liverpool are going through them every single big game that they have in this first half of the season. Yeah. Well, I think the entire season is going to be littered with those for Liverpool. But for Arsenal, this feels like yes, a huge game. It does. It does feel like a huge game. But they, if I was an Arsenal fan, God forbid, I'm not. Um, you would. I would take this as a as a marker of how far we've come, but not crucial to the way our season works out. If they get beaten two 0 by Liverpool, it's no shame. Liverpool are, in my opinion, pretty as close to the finish article you as, as they're going to get to, and and Arsenal. Are, are, 12, game, 12 league games in or 11 league games into a new manager. Yeah. So if they get a result, even a draw, that's a great sign of progress for Arsenal, in my opinion. And, you know, just taking my Spurs hat off, that's, I think that's the way they've got to look at it. And I think that's probably the way Arsenal fans are looking at it. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, this is the other question I want to talk about that's football-related. Uh, well, it's all football-related, of course, the podcast is. But I thought this was cracking uh, in the comments. This is Matt Wicks. He, he asked, he wrote this comment, and I'd love to know other people's thoughts of this in the comments below, so uh, let me know. Uh, do you think there's an unfair stigma against positivity when it comes to supporting a club? I got back into football after a long hiatus to deal with depression. I came to the sport to get away from hate, but it seems like some fans care more about hating rivals and being outwardly cynical than they do about supporting their club. I see people get called plastics not sufficiently despising rival players or fans. Is this wrong? I'm expected to chant about scousers eating rats, even though I'm working class. It just seems messed up to me. <laughs> great comment and great question there. Incredible. Who else is he Matt Wicks. Matt Wicks. That is a, it's a brilliant question and we could do an entire podcast on this. Um, look, it depends upon, I think, how you've fallen into football. Um, a lot of fans now... Um, if they're new to football or they've found it for a computer game or from overseas, it's difficult for them to appreciate what the hatred means in football. For me, I knew there's two things I knew growing up uh, in my household. I knew Tottenham was a good thing. I knew Arsenal was a bad thing. And <laughs> so similar for you. Similar yeah, you just you grow up. And, and if you grow up that, it's an indoctrination from your parents and your, for me, my brothers and my, older, my, and my dad, uh, who said, we hate Arsenal. And you hate Arsenal. And if someone says you hate Arsenal enough, you know, it's why you get, like, extremists. Uh, you know, it's the same level. You, you know, <laughs> sorry, not the same level and same impact, but it's the same type of indoctrination. Yes, yeah. OK, I get it. Yeah, yeah I, I've got a similar thing. I've, uh, my dad is not a fan of Chelsea in any way, shape or form and uh, was brought up... Yeah, true. Well, Chelsea fans. But, yeah, was brought up with that kind of same idea in mind that you can't, you know, they are the enemy. Yeah, they're the enemy. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is why it's important. And I get 
if you're getting back into the sport to deal with mental health issues, then then do stick away, stay away from all of the hatred. But it's also that hatred that makes football great. And you look at wh- why does everyone love the old firm derby? Because they despise each other. Because it means so much more than football. It means it, it's 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 about stuff that football is kind of irrelevant compared to the, how these two sets of fans feel about each other. But it's a conduit to their hatred. So they are able to just see this theatre play out without going and killing each other. And, and, and in that rivalry, there have been you know, tragedies in that respect. But, you know, what, it goes back to the fact that why Spurs versus Arsenal means so much is because of how we feel about each other. And I hate it. I loathe it when Arsenal fans are indifferent because, to me, it means they don't understand the club they support. But, so do, but do you think that... The, so, what did he say here? Let me get this again. Because I thought it was good. stigma. Um, where is it? Positive uh, by uh, discrimination thing. Uh, I see people get called plastics for not sufficiently despising rival players or fans. Is this wrong? Do you, is there a, is it there's wrong? a line, isn't there? Because like, I, I agree that they, weirdly that when you're... It's such a football so tribal, especially for... There are fans that, you know, around the world that um, aren't able to come to, to, to the games. And therefore, unfortunately, and don't take this as, as snobbery or being patronising... Is you can't understand that kind of feeling of being around a, a group of people that have the exact same intentions and anything that's getting in the way of it must be destroyed. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't go... When, when Spurs played West Ham at the old White Hart Lane uh, or, 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 or Arsenal, that, the, the away fans were funnelled into the Park Lane, which is a very narrow kind of residential street like any other, but there's a massive stadium next to it. And there is nowhere for the away fans to go. And there's only one way for the, the home fans to get into if they're sitting in that end of the stadium. And the hate, it was thick in the air. And, and it's allowed, isn't it? That's the th- I think that's the thing, is you kind of... I don't know. that, like It's illegal. It's illegal to be, like, behave that way over certain, you know, certain yeah. elements of it, if you look at it that way, in, in, it, moder- in normal society. Yeah. But in that, in that little world, you're allowed to hate the referee, hate the opposition player, hate the player who used to play for a club that you hate. You're allowed to kind of do all of those things. Yeah. And th- weirdly that, and dangerously in other f- forms of life, that hate li- can, brings people together, yeah, weirdly, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? And the other thing is, is that with football, and I, like, I, I get this levelled at me quite a lot, is that I hate Arsenal more than I love Tottenham. I don't hate like Arsenal more than I love Tottenham, but hate is a more instinctual feeling than love. Love's something you have to nurture and it builds through time and you, you look back at all the experiences. You know, you, like if you, when you fall in love with your wife, it's through a shared experience and a gradual healthy growth to yeah. the point of where you think, I no longer just lust her, lust for her. I, and you may well do, that's good, that's healthy. I do. Uh, good, good, it's good. And uh, as do I, my missus. Um, but I... I Can we clip that up? It goes, it goes past it to a point where you feel love and it's so much more important. But if you have a bird and she cheats on you, that hatred is there. It comes out straight away. It's like that. It's like, ah! Yeah. Whereas love's like, oh. Can we get that on this camera? What's the, what is that? If Just manifest that into some kind of emotion. The hi- hate's like, ah! It's like, fucking hate it. Yeah. Hate her. She cheated on me. I think you're right. The, the, the emotion Love's is, like, oh, I love you. It's a glow, isn't it? That, it's love's a glow. A, love's a gentle glow, yeah. whereas, whereas the emotion of hatred is... Is raw and fierce and intense. Yeah, and and you and, and it's so much easy, so much more easily accessible than, than love, and, and that's what it is. You know, you love your club, you die for it, but you know you, you hate your rivals because it's easy to do that. Yeah, I think the uh, the the petty jumping on it is something that is hilarious in the office sometimes. But if you're on the receiving end of it, can also be quite grating. Yeah, but that's part of it. Um, <laughs> you talking personal experience here? Yeah, both sides of the fence, <laughs> but it's. It's, I think the other problem is that in this Twitter world, people are on it. And I, I imagine, Matt, that probably some of the elements that you're seeing this through social side media. of it is through social media. Yeah, d- and d- that's d- the only way that you can kind of do, do that. I, when when it comes to me with QPR, yeah. I don't, and this is just my personal preferences, I'll go, I go to look, I want to know what other QPR fans are thinking. I don't care. I don't really care about... The angles and the trolling that's going to come from other fans. I, I've, it's not yeah, if you're if you're looking to enjoy football, social media isn't the place to, to do it. Mm. You just you know watch the games, enjoy yourself, whatever it is. I've created in my Twitter a lovely little echo chamber. I'm really comfortable in that nothing gets into. No Arsenal fans don't get in there. 
um, you know, moaning Spurs fans don't get into it. It's just people who are measured and considered in what they say. Right. And if it even breaks breaks the rules, you're out. Well, we get a mute. Right. A mute. A bit like, a bit like our community. Yeah. We're trying to create that echo chamber. You're muted. Rises. Really? Yeah. A little bit too much of that, isn't it? Yeah, so too much self-promotion. Too much QPR, too much. Oh, I'm James Lawrence Olcott, I've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, please subscribe. Yeah, go Are we on me? Can we, can we, yeah, please subscribe. Really exciting video coming out this, uh, this week. Are you actually. on me? Big Are announcement. You, Are you on me? Please do go and subscribe. He's a lovely oh, cheers, man. Mate. Appreciate that. Class. Thanks, mate. You continue to mute me, that's fine. I'm going to be. I'm, you're not really muted, is he? Is Rory? Rory's fucking, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck Rory. Rory. Rory's big on that himself. I love Rory. I love Rory. But he's, he, I can't stand his Twitter. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> right, it is a big moment. Uh, here's a couple of comments I'm going to read out for you. Salsa Fingers, like that name. Uh, Adam's heart isn't in this anymore. Missed half of the bleeps out. He won't last two weeks in his new job. He'll end up flogging the big issue next to a pissy telephone box in London somewhere. No, he won't. Not without face and mouth. True. Mouth. Yeah, he won't need to sell the big issue. Brian Gitchum says, Flavin, that sounds really dodgy. No, you'll, he'll be, you know. With that mouth. He's got a pretty mouth. Flavin James are like Modric and Cruz. They get all of the well-deserved praise. Adam is like Casemiro. He holds the midfield, brackets or pod in this case, together, which we saw a bit earlier as it, we broke down a bit. We're finding a new way. He doesn't care about the glory, probably. Hashtag, we love the pints. I'm saying those two things because... This chapter ends now. Adam is gone. And we now would like to... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. T-A. T on the ones and twos. Welcome T-Boy! To you can't, clap yourself. You can't clap yourself. Mate. can't clap yourself. So, T. Tanvir, um, say, uh, say hello, first of all. There he is. Tanvir, so Tanvir, what, like, Adam was a walking time bomb, right? Anything could go wrong. He might not record something. He might not frame the cameras. He often didn't frame the cameras correctly. <laughs> Tanvir, though, is a pro. Yeah. And that's why I feel comfortable. Yeah, no, I do. I, I feel there's a new level of comfort there. And I'm also really excited to what he's going to bring to Birds and That, yeah. Birds and Flames. Yeah. This guy does not mess about. <laughs> does not. Know what I mean? I've yeah. seen his phone, seen uh, some of the the work that he does, some of the organisation he does, which could breathe new new tactical life into your game and uh, the game of everyone who watches it who are single, because that's what we're looking to do, yeah. help you both on and off the podcast. If you've got a three-to-one ratio, where where are you at, Tan? On a three-to-one ratio of a lady's pleasure? Pretty one. That's it. Great. That's really good stuff. Yeah, Adam's just like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm sick of it. Oh, grow up. Yeah. Ah, don't. Yeah, for the time he was struggling. What's your point? We all liked him, but he left me. Be interesting to see. I've never seen Adam comment on a YouTube video, so be interesting to see if he does actually check in, which he said that he was going to. What we thought might be interesting is, of course, this is a football podcast. So we thought we'd have a new bit every week where you can discover... Because, look, there's, we were talking about it. You know, you have your team 
and there are little elements that you can go, sometimes you're at a wedding, that you'll meet someone, and you'll go, and a couple of words in, you'll know who they support. You just know there's certain types. I can smell a gooner in a crowded room. <laughs> right. There you go. Exactly. So what we thought we'd do is, can you guys, it's like a double trivia this week, can you figure out who Tanvir supports? Who does Tanvir support? Who does Tanvir support? That's the new jingle for that. But what then what happens then? What they well, so Tanvir's going to offer, offer up a clue. And then you guys in the comments below, let us know. We'll do this for three weeks. Yeah. A couple of subtle clues and see if you can figure out who Tanvir supports. Well, are we going to give the clue or Tanvir? Tanvir's going to give a clue. First yeah. clue, Tanvir, speak up. It I is what? Really like he really likes burritos. But who does he support? Ooh. Fascinating. He likes. What say it again, T? Burritos. He likes burritos. What, what, so if they guess support? what team he supports, what, what do they get? Well, it's, it's sort of a murder mystery. A bit like Broadchurch. What? That will, uh, will kind of slowly... Well, what if someone gets it so? right? Well, if get, uh, they'll have to wait three weeks to find out. Do you get any more information answer. about him? That's all he gets. That's the clue. This that one. he likes burritos. He likes burritos. But who does he support? Uh, it's disappointing headlines time. Um, Flav, this is one you're going to have to navigate, mate, because this is highly disappointing. Oh, yeah. Um... But I don't really know how to talk about it too much. Just say it and Basically, I'll do it. Basically, Simon Barlow uh, at Billy Bob uh, tweeted this and he spotted it in the Independent. Um, and it's basically a little little segment. It's saying Zaha saying, I have received racist abuse. Um, which is awful, obviously. We, you know, That's just awful. What's also awful is that Wambasaka <laughs> is the picture that they've chosen to put in it. I mean, look, there's a couple of things here. One, it's idiocy, not racism, from, from the eye paper. I hope so. No, it is. Or, or someone's thinking this will be funny, in which case that is racism. But I can't imagine that is, because the picture editor, whoever it is, would, could lose their job over something like that. So I don't imagine it's just a laugh. There is a theory, and I'm not saying I subscribe to this, there is a theory that... Uh, your brain, when, you're no, when you don't live around a certain ethnicity of people every day, that your brain can't see the nuances and the differences in their faces as well as someone who does live with them every day. So you know the cliche sort of racial stereotype that all Oriental people look similar? Yeah? Yes, yes. There's actually scientific fact that our brains compute that. Right. It, and so that you're not racist necessarily if you see two people and you sit from, from China and you think they look the same. I don't know if it's true or not, but there's some, some reports. You can check it out. You can check it out. Look. No, no, no. I, I, I Have a it. look in there. <laughs> um, can I just say, well done. What a, what a difficult subject to speak about, Vlad, and you've done very well there, and that's <laughs> the, why I throw it to you. Whoever, it's not, if you're writing a story about a newspaper, you can't. What, they've just, they, the, the thing is, is that they would have got their, they would have got their picture from... Like something like uh, Getty or Reuters, they would have a picture bank. And someone who doesn't know, obviously doesn't know football, because you, you can, I mean, I've just said all that, but yeah, I can yeah, tell yeah, the difference yeah, between yeah. Uh, um, uh, Wan Basika, Basaka and, and Zaha, but he, he, whoever's tagged it doesn't know. So there's just been a catalogue of errors here, I think. But it is a disappointing headline. Yeah, very disappointing, very disappointing. Uh, room 69. Now, yeah. we were struggling a little bit so uh, for Room 69 entrance. So I, I went on Twitter, at James Orcott, A-double-L-C-A-double-T. Um, don't mute me, um, just follow me. Um, I got a load. I said, like, does anyone want to be on Room 69? Has anyone got any ideas? And there were quite a few, but we did then find a Room 69 that we would like to put in there. But, but what are the ideas? There's some food for thought here, Flav. So yeah. uh, just quick thoughts on it, a few of them. I'll just give you a single word. Yes. Okay, great. Um, and I'll try and give you a reason if I can, if they've offered it. Um, Liam McNulty, Charlie Adam. I asked why. He said... His biggest career headlines are for his stupidly vicious tackles and being grumpy on the media. He belongs in there. Yeah, get him in. Well, we can't chuck them all in. No, he's in. Got weeks to go. I don't care. In. Brian Gitchum says, Carl Jenkinson. I said, why? He said, he's stealing a living at Arsenal. He is 26 years old. He wanted to play games. He would have left years ago. He offers about as much as, uh, to Arsenal as Michelle Williams offered to Destiny's Child. 
That's true. Uh, no, I wouldn't say I'll say no to that because he's a massive Arsenal fan. He's a boyhood Arsenal fan, and um, he probably just wants to represent and work for the club that he loves. Okay, uh, Jamie uh, is JD and that says the FA. I asked why. He said because they are all way too overpaid, and that money would be better served improving grassroots football. Right? Is it, are they overpaid? How do we know? Does he know that? Is, he, is that just his stereotypical view here? Well, the coaching badges are ridiculously expensive and price out passionate working class people who would give their heart and soul to develop young footballers. I agree. That's, that's totally overpriced. But I would also say you want to use the money to. Uh, improve grassroots football, is there going to be any kind of national governing body to ensure that that happens? FA, yeah, come on. You need that, aren't you, And Jay? the fact is, Sorry, pal. Gra- grassroots football and youth development at youth level at fo- for, for, for in England has improved immeasurably. We've won World Cups and Euro. So, yeah, I'm not, no, the FA can stay. Okay. Maybe different personnel, but definitely the organisation. Uh, Fergus O'Connor, he gives a lot of reasons, but he's gone John Moss. The referee basically saying he's not up to up to a job. Because uh, I have zero feeling about him. I'm not sure what he looks like. Then yeah, get him. Oh well. Um, Jonathan Hartley, Ian Dowie. Nothing major against him, but he's the most irrelevant person I can think of. <laughs> uh, Ian Dowie. This is uh, yeah. Go on, fuck off. Um, and there's loads more. All right. Well, let's do some more next week. Yeah, we'll do some more next week. We've uh, got one, yeah. don't we? But we do have one this week. Um, would you like to reveal? Yeah. Are you saying Bolt? Get in room sixty-nine. So he's left uh, Australia's Central Coast Mariners Football Club after a, I mean, unsuccessful trial, I guess. Well, it was successful in that they wanted to keep him. But the thing, the, the problem with Usain Bolt and him fucking... Did they want to keep him? Well, the problem with, with, with him is that it's not about his footballing ability because, as who was it, J- uh, Keo, I can't remember his first name, f- former Republican... Andy Keo. Andy Keo, right. He, um, he said that he had the first touch of a trampoline and... The, f- the fact is that that wasn't never about Usain Bolt playing football. That was about how much how marketable he is and how yeah. much West, is it West Coast Mariners, uh, Central Coast Mariners, Central Coast Mariners. I'd never heard of them before, but now I know they are, and and that's part of the reason why Usain Bolt commanded three million pound because the revenue that his marketability would bring in might have been close to that. Um, but the fact is, it's for him, it's not about playing football because he would have played football for the money that they offered him, which is 150 grand a year. And so you could have played, but it wasn't about that. And it's a good thing because there are young footballers who need that opportunity, need that stuff up. Not an ex-sprinter who fancies a game of football. Fuck off. Yeah, and that, the, the fact that they were like, oh, yeah, no, no, we'd like, to, we'd like to keep him here. We just need to find a commercial solution, which is basically we need to be able to use his name enough to make the money because he's not good enough to, to play for this football club. Oh, and we don't want to pay for it either. Either the uh, Australian they, FA they, need to pay for it or someone else. But you can understand Utter that. Bullsh- no, I get, I get the financial aspect of them wanting to do that, but you're, it's a, another example of... And I get, I get it because, look, like you say, it is great press for them, but it's another example of a football club being run like a, a business or um, a, it's almost like a marketing fucking campaign it's, it's the worst kind it's the worst kind though it's the worst kind it's like it's like when 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 players buy teams buy players from the far east because there's a market that they haven't tapped into yet i would say that i i totally respect and i do admire someone going okay i was amazing at this and i'm brave enough to to take these opportunities i can get to give it a go because it's my dream to play professional football. It's but the money aspect of it, he, should, he doesn't need the money. It's not his dream. It's not it his is his dream. Well, then go and play for him. For the yeah, well, yeah that's it. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, the fact that he won't do it because the money's not right. Well, has he not got enough money? Yeah, if you he want to play football, go and play. Ton of money, exactly. So, yeah. He can do whatever he wants. What will be interesting now is if he goes to another team, if he tries to keep this going, or if he just kind of calms down and lets it be. I mean, I could see him going to something like Billericay Town. That would be a good shout. I don't know sure if they can Not raise pro, though, is it? three million, but uh, that wouldn't be a bad shout. Um, who else? Uh, well, he was uh, he was offered a deal in, in Malta. Didn't fancy it. Um, I always thought that growing up. I was like, Shall I, why, why don't I, if I go to Estonia, maybe I can be a pro. Yeah. I don't you think it works like that. Yeah, you might have been good enough. It's too late for me. It's too late. All right, what are we doing? I'll tell you what we're doing, mate. I tell you what we're doing now. Go on. We're going out, mate. Out, out. National dance and jungle is there. Gentlemen, leave you alongside the MB. The world is in trouble. The woman tell the murderer. It goes. I am it. It's it's Lovely. Not doing it. No, just no, me then. No, just <laughs> I'm, I'm doubling down. <laughs> <laughs>
Get a lot of pumping. Too much. Backing in. Backing in. I, got, I wrote this the other day and I can't remember what I did. Hang on. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Oh, it's not really. Uh, it's not really my scene now, dear. Is it? Well, I can't hear the music too loud. Well, Hang not, on. Let me just turn it. Not very really romantic. It's got it? quite a lot of power in here. Can you just turn it down a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, love. Yeah. You could have any bloke in this place. I know. Yeah. I have had. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's in every or orifice. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> You're very forward, aren't you? Yeah. Honestly, I mean that. I mean, I mean, he would. He would. I certainly would. Speaking of wood, Chris Wood was involved in all three of Burnley's goals in their 3-0 win away against West Ham last season, scoring twice and assisting another in a 29-minute substitute appearance. That's, I'm, well, I'm horny. Yeah, yeah? yeah. You're good to go, are you? Oh, nearly. Oh, wicked. Um, by the way, if this oh, goes well... <laughs> yeah? By the way, I just wanted to let you know that uh, if this goes well, yeah. things happen. It's going to go well. Is it? For you. Uh, I just want you to know I'd never cheat on you. Good. You know, I would never cheat on you. Well, I don't like that. Speaking of being rubbish at playing away from home, Man United have won just two <laughs> of their last seven away Premier League games. It's incredible, isn't it? One, two, drawn two, lost three. I have. No, I just want you I'm to know clammy that. between the fives. Wow, that's lovely. Do you know what? Um, I love to. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I fell in love with a uh, pole dancer once. Did you? Yeah, because you remind me because of what you're wearing. Yeah I, yeah, I fell in love with a pole dancer. What, one. jeans yeah. and a shirt? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a different kind of a... It was, um, but, you know, I fell in love with a pole dancer once. Uh, it was love at first sight. Or should I say, four on the spin. Speaking of four on the spin... <laughs> <laughs> Brighton are looking to win four consecutive top-flight matches for the first time since May 1981. Four on the spin. That is incredible, Jim. That is incredible. Thank you. Wow. Very good. I've always been not really into no, it. No, that was proud of that one. gold. Was that the one you thought was a bit tenuous? I thought it's, yeah, it's, it's no. the best or the worst one I've ever done. Very good. Okay, and turns out it's both. Um, football trivia time. <coughs> okay, last week. Right, T, you're new on this, so camera on me, mate. Um, we asked you, because the trivia's kind of, it's moved. Just to, was, you, was the camera already on him before he said? Oh, that's, that's, see, that's a test. Yeah. It's Get your bad. rhythm. Get your rhythm. It's fine, his rhythm. It's fine, his rhythm. First time. Um, last week, because we've, you know, we've moved the football trivia, it's changed a little bit, because now it's on... Um, Who am I? Each week, we're doing different, a different thing where, you know, there's a few bits. I found this app, actually, which has helped me, which helps me with the question. Well, who am I? <laughs> and last week on Who am I? Is he this? Every time he does this, this, that's work for you. This is work for you. Yeah, so every time I say, who am I? Who am I? Um, last week, sorry, I've got off the script here, but last week on, who am I? <laughs> Come on, because we don't have that much time to edit today. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I asked you this. I was born in June 1978, and during my career as a midfielder, I scored goals for three Premier League clubs. I played for my country at three World Cups, and I won the Premier League three times during my career, as well as four FA Cups. Who am I? A lot of people got it. Yeah. A lot of people got it. You got names? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, because people are getting it. <coughs> but just know that when you do that, in the comments, we do read them and go, oh, that guy got it. And can I, yeah, just as a, as a sign of it, smash that like button if you're preferring who am I to other trivia questions. So before we come into the second who am I. Who am I? <laughs> right. <laughs> second, you have to do that as well. Uh, <laughs> That's a bit really weird. A, sec a second one. Um, do you remember that we gave away the pictures of the signed pictures of uh, Chris Kamara. Yeah, Scott Richmond. Signed, signed by us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave him to, and um, what did he do with them, Jim? He, um, uh, so yeah, I'll get the pictures. You can put this in the edit. <laughs> he um, bloody loved this guy, right? So yeah, yeah we sent them what to him. What a legend. What a legend. Uh, Chris Kamara signed uh, pictures. He's, he's got one in his own flat, I think. Yep. Sent him a couple. Signed by us, not Chris Kamara, by the way. Yeah. And he's put the other one, framed it, and hidden it in his mum's flat. And it's just there on the mantelpiece. If you're watching, please let's know if it's still there and whether or not she spotted it. It's fucking it's picture of Chris Kamara. so bizarre that there's a picture of Chris Kamara in a flat, but it's signed by us, <laughs> two blokes off of YouTube, <laughs> and his mum has no idea. It's very strange. What a great thing this is, isn't it? It's very good. We can do weird stuff. We can Thank you, Scott Richmond. Um, so this week's question for who am I? <laughs> yeah. What does it sound like if I do it like this? Who am I? 
Right, we'll see. We'll find out, won't we? Um, I won 80 international caps as a player before retiring in 2015. I played for four clubs in the Premier League. My last three clubs were each relegated from the Premier League in 1996, 2015 and 2016. My first club won the league in 1987. Who am I? Can, can we just end... That's really hard unless... Well, you'll have to just skip back 10 seconds and go through the question no, again. I don't, I don't want you to read it out again because right. I've already heard it about 15 times this week. But the, it in the office. I got it in there. You did get it, mate. I you never bloody get, get it. Stuff. Yeah, mate, you were buzzing. You were buzzing. I was. Um, yeah, so yeah, the, listen to the question because it's very, very important because uh, they were struggling with it. But good luck. I won't say it again. Too. Who am I? We'll be back next week. Footballers wangs can happen to you. Look at me. I've seen tells. Occasionally it happens. But you know you gotta be strong. Oh, well, well. Footballers wangs back again. Um, apologies for last week. Lost my way a bit, didn't I? What? I was crying with laughter at how fucking ridiculous this podcast is. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Footballers wangs is when you. I saw Terry Venables' Willie massive. Um, and people have been <laughs> getting in the comments and letting us know who's got a. <laughs> A solid. Uh, it's called hog watching, apparently. Hog watching. Yeah. Is that I, what it's called? Yeah. I was. Um, I was it Brian True Geordie was saying. Uh, he's saying, "Oh, what? Hog watching?" Because I was on um, the kickoff. And Gabby Obongla was there, and someone tweeted me going, "Are you going to get? <laughs> are you going to try and see Gabby Obongla's um, Willie?" Obviously not. <laughs> like, how's that going to happen? Yeah. Anyway, um, it's called yeah hog watching. Um, and Brian was like, oh, "Are you doing that?" And I was like, well, yeah, everyone does it. And then he, and then he went, to, went on to tell me about, well, yeah, apparently Shearer's got it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like, everyone's got one. Amazing. Um, not that he's, I don't think Brian's seen it, just to be clear. Um, so, Footballers Wangs, last week, uh, we've got a couple of comments from you. Um, <laughs> sorry, I always struggle with this. Rick Baum. Uh, this is a blast from the past. He says, hashtag Footballers Wangs. Classic Bayern striker, Carsten Janker, had a wardrobe malfunction in a Bundesliga game once. Now, he's as famous for his pipe... <laughs> I like that they're using different, everyone's using <laughs> different <laughs> word for uh, cock. As Shearer for his pile. I don't get that, I don't know if that's a don't typo. Know. Uh, he's also six foot six, so quality schlong, and the whole of the fatherland saw it on the telly. Good stuff. And Danny McCarthy, Halstead, hashtag footballers wang. <laughs> I was in the toilets at Burnley, at a Burnley game a few weeks ago, having a piss. I have a look to the left, and uh, Alan McAnally. <laughs> Had to have a look, to be fair. And fair to say, the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> does exist. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know if it's Alan a low point or if Alan it's a Alan McAnally. Point. No, I love it. It's my favourite bit of the show. Really? Yeah. From what I last week. From what I caught of his piece. <laughs> what I caught of his piece. <laughs> right, uh, we're getting to the end of the podcast, but of course, and I'm excited to hear, T, you need to pipe up here. Um... Different use of the word pipe there. Um, birds and flames. So first of all, let's, um, this is a bit of uh, advice, I guess. Um, my name's James. This is Flav. Together we are flames. <laughs> and uh, we used to have a thing, birds and that. Put those together. A bit of flames advice and birds and flames. Yeah. Uh, start off with some good news. Rory Moore. G'day, boys. Just wanted to check in quickly. I'm nearly 20 and never had a girlfriend in my life. Recently met a girl and she now is the lucky first. Uni has just finished for four months for summer too, so I couldn't be happier with my life at the minute. Hope you lads are well too. Bloody yes, to lovely, in. lovely checking in. Good checking. Good man. work, mate. Good to see. Congratulations, you. Well and I you. hope you're happy. Yes, mate. sounds like he sounds ecstatic. He's gonna have like, is it four months for the summer? So I don't know where is he an Aussie maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. Who cares? But he's like, happy. Just go out there, you know, summer love. No, oh, no, well, he's got a girlfriend. He's happy. Oh, yeah, but they still have summer love. They Not go with off other people. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah we've got maybe Good a things, nice cinema. fairground ride. Cinema. cinema if you want. Beach, probably. Beach, yeah, like oh, the beach. I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah, so happy fantastic. for him. What's his name again? His name is Rory Moore. Rory Moore, what a ledge. Good for you. Good okay. for you. Zero subscribers, it says On here, to the advice part. Um, right. Ryan's region. Hashtag bullshit advice. Hashtag flames. My uni has allowed a few Swiss students to join for a few years. Hello. I've spoken to one of the Swiss girls and I really fancy her. 
course you do. One issue is that she speaks French and knows very little English. It's not a problem. She's also quite good looking, whereas I look like Flav, if Flav was a chubby twonk. <laughs> Any help, lads? Now, Flav, I'll be looking for your advice, and T, you as well, of course. <laughs> Why does it say hashtag Flav is thick and hashtag Jamie Fishnets? James in Fishnets? I have no idea. What does that mean? I have no idea. Is he saying... What's going on here? I don't know what you're saying. Flav is... I, have I been insulted or not? I, I can't tell. I think he's saying he looks like a thicker version of you. So imagine you just I don't think blokes can call themselves thick, as in T-H-I-C-C. Can they tell... No, it doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. Why? Not, not having any. Why, why doesn't it work? No guy can be thick with two Cs. Because it's a sex. And, what, and what is it? For those that don't know, what is thick with two Cs for a, for a lady? Slim waist with a big back. Which T loves. He does love. Yeah. Don't we all? Yeah, sure. My 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 missus is Swiss, and she's also thick. <laughs> <laughs> Can we clip that up as well, please? No, no, don't clip <laughs> that up and send it out. Jesus Christ! Right. Uh, so look, we'll get your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did not expect that. Um, 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 uh, so basically, why love? I'm right? so lucky. The chat room. You are so lucky. Like, so, I love you. Three so cheers for Flav and his missus. Hip hip, hooray! Hip hip, hooray! Is he, is he committed? Hip, hip. Hooray! Alright. Got that in. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so, yeah, look, we'll get your advice in a sec. But what I love about this podcast is one, you're watching up until this point mm. with all the weird shit that's happened already. Thank you very much. Um, that you're liking the podcast and doing all the bits that we need to get it to get out there because mm. not enough people know about it and it's fucking good, in my opinion. And then thirdly, the chat room and the advice that people are actually giving now. If you really say chat room, it's confusing to people. I just thought that last Sorry. week. The, the comment comments. section, which I would rather be a chat room. Yeah, it's nice because you interact with each interact other with and each have, other. have a conversation. Because I tell you, you then see another Ball Street video and you go, oh, it's, it's Umad Tariq. Yeah. Yeah, we were chatting about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You can have a little chat over there as well. All right, I understand. Nice. So treat it like a chat room, but don't get confused. There isn't actually a chat room. Fair point. Um, so, right, some of the advice offered up. So, basically, look, Swiss bird doesn't speak the language. What does he do? Um, Umak Tariq saying, learn some French or maybe ask her to teach you French, allowing you to in- interact with her as well. Ten things I hate about you. It's that kind of film, isn't it? It's, it's I've a, lot, seen that a film. lot of work. She'll be gone by the time you can learn yeah. French. Yeah, true. Although it would look pretty, it would be good luck if you've gone to that length to learn a bit of French so you could communicate. I think she would fall for that. Ryan has some uh, worries about that bit of advice. Good idea, but I'm not sure if that will get me further than friendship. Interesting. Um, yeah. Then Umad uh, Tariq's then kind of, he's, he's run out a bit, so he's gone, use saucy French pickup lines. Um, lover boy shit pants says, uni, f- uni feeding the poor girls to the lines there. Duolingo is, Duolingo is an easy language learning app. Bon chance, mon gars. <laughs> there you go. Download the app, communicate. Then, um, Sack Madig, I'm not sure, I don't, uh, I don't think this is the answer. Learn sign language. Tell her a joke in sign language, then teach her that, then bone her. <laughs> And then good, the one time. Is it? So you do. Good bit of policing um, from Umad Tariq, who's back in again. He went, less of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, and then people saying, get past the, try and get past the uh, normal convo. Uh, Lover boy shit pants. They're saying, you're learning basic French, and her pre- uh, obviously learning English is just something to bond over. The rest is up to you, mate. Okay. So, Flav, thoughts, tea, have a think as well. She doesn't speak the language. He really fancies her. What does he do? Um, well, the language of love isn't expressed through your mouth. It can be. <laughs> I frequently hear Remember, it. guys, three to one. Three to one. Yeah, and, and you've got... You, you yeah, those guys are like, mm, yeah, no, don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, what is that? Tanv knows about this. So people that don't engage in oral pleasures with a lady. What, what is that about in some cultures? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Is it sick? Because in like like in like uh, Italian mobsters, it's like a weakness if you do that. People don't like to be seen as inferior. It's called, it's called a bo-cat. Bo-cat. Yeah, yeah. So pleasuring a lady in that way uh, is considered to be inferior. I feel like we're going off topic. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I f- yeah, we are. Sorry, we are, but I just feel like that that's a massive insecurity, and you know, it's a lovely thing to do for you. I don't know. What, uh, uh, you don't show love with your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, uh, look, it's a tough one, but I, I think, look, you, it happens all the time. You go on holiday and you meet a young lady who doesn't speak English, but you, you, all you've got to do is look at someone. <laughs> you hold their gaze. Yeah. Not for too long. Is this happened to you? Uh, I mean, a woman that you like that doesn't speak the same language? Yeah. 
couple of times, yeah. Right. And me, what did you do? Uh, well, I was in a club, so I couldn't talk anyhow. Mm. And I didn't realise she couldn't speak English until later. Right. You just let your hips do the talking. Yeah, it's just like one of them things when you, you look for long enough, but not long enough, so it's creepy. Mm. Uh, okay. All right, so what am I, I'll be the girl this time. Like that. And this is how I met my current missus, actually. My, my current missus was just a look. Okay. So it's like this, like that, and then you catch her eye, like that, that's long enough, and then you do it again. You look again. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, just the timing that's impossible. But I'll tell you something. When I, I met my missus... And you do that for 20 Well, I, I, I met my missus. I met my 20... Well, no, a couple of minutes, and then you've got to go over. Yeah. Yeah, and in that point, you, you dance or whatever. But the, the but my missus was walking through a dance tent in a festival, mm. and I was talking to uh, one of her mates. Was this you? No. I was talking to one of her mates. It wasn't like that. I was talking to one of her mates, like cracking on with one of her mates. <laughs> and then Ollie, Ollie walked by, and I, l- I glanced at her, and she was looking at me for a second, and I was like, you've got to get the fuck away from me. Mm. And I just went and talked to her. I didn't say that, and I didn't push her face. But I, I, did, uh, I, did, I did then go over to Ollie and cracked on, and four and a half years later, we engaged. Okay, can we concentrate on Ryan here? I'm saying use your eyes. It works. It's the most important thing. I, I don't feel like that's... You've just got to do a lingering look every now and then, so she knows it's on, but not creepy long. In look. what setting, though? What, like, where like, is it? In, in the uni? classroom. Yeah, you need That's fine. Jesus. Look, wait, if you're sitting there, Jim, if you're sitting there like that, and every now and then I'm giving you a little eye, mm. I, like, I do it quite often at work anyhow. I just give you a little go, there he is, this sexy little man. Um, I just... <laughs> 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 you just give him a look. Look, I'm giving the advice. That's my advice. Well, that's what do you right, want? Fine, okay. That's I, good advice. Yeah, I think that you... If you're... You need to go the extra mile in, mate. Yeah. You know, you've got to make the effort. And I think you need to start learning language. I uh, think duo yeah. language app thing is a good shout. I'll add that to my Put advice. Put the hard work in. Because for me, in a relationship, sooner or later, you've got to talk to each other, haven't you? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know. If maybe I'm being a bit. Of course. I don't know. What do you think, T? Do you think no. you have to talk to each other at some stage? Of course you do, but she's going back to Switzerland. I don't know, but years. He's got years. What years? I'm saying, mate, look, go watch. But how, how is she going to function in England with not learning any English? She's learning English. She's doing the work. Let her do the work. Can you meet halfway? You learn her language, teach her your language, go out, show her a few places, take her out. Break the touch barrier. That's it. The touch barrier is true. Okay, That's a real thing. I would say that actually reaching out, actually, <laughs> going, look, do you, would you like, are you looking to, <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that. <laughs> Are you looking? I think that's a good shout. L- let's learn the language together. Because yep. oh, I've been wanting to learn French. Maybe you can help me with that. And then get in there. Great. Then you're alone together. Great. Then you slowly move it forward. And then, <laughs> and, yeah. And then get some balloons. <laughs> and then you go. Look, it look different sounds. And that's not French or English, but we can bond over that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I, 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 no, let's know if this is a long-standing thing. Let's know how you get on. If you do make a move, you know what? How, how does she react? Maybe we can give you more advice. But um, don't. You know, it's it's a tricky business. You will, you've got to be careful because if you move, if you get that bit going, like the you learning language, her learning language, you could get in the friend uh, friendship zone very quickly. Yeah, so you must you must be able to move it forward. Yeah, move it forward and look at the worst case scenario. Respectfully, you you you, you learn another language. Yeah, which exactly. is always useful, yeah. and is really impressive to future potential hookups or relationships if you can speak French and English. I can't, but I, I wish I could because women will see that and go, fuck, that's sexy. If you can learn another language, I think. Okay. We'll Good see. luck, mate. Let's know. Tam, um, have you ever used another language to chat up a girl? Hindi and Punjabi. <laughs> Hindi and Punjabi, yeah? Really? Hindi and Punjabi. Lovely. This guy's got a lot to offer. Right. Um, give your well wishes to Tanvir. T in the uh, comments below. Yeah. Who does he support? Who does he support? He likes burritos. He does like There's burritos. Um, and oh, yeah, t- please in the comments, give your support to Tanvir. He's taking over Adams. Tough job. Ooh, Tough big, job. Big shoes to but fill. on this performance, I have no fear I'm at all. No worries at all. Um, we hope you've enjoyed it. If you're still watching and you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, then do that. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, go and do that. Leave us a rating and a review as well. We've got some big news. Next oh, yeah. week, we've got some big, big news next week. Very exciting. 
Um, and yeah, thanks for watching and or listening, and we will see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.